This is the Light Goddess Podcast, and I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. If you are here, it means that you are a divine feminine entrepreneur, and come hell or high water, you will root more love into this world. Let's get into it. Welcome to Sacred Vibe Saturday here on the Light Goddess Podcast. I'm Jude Hotep. So excited to share this episode with you today. First, I want to let you know that I coach spiritual femalepreneurs on divine feminine financial healing. We do that in Light Goddess. It's my one-to-one coaching program where we work together. I do astrological life coaching to help you overcome distorted money beliefs, to overcome financial trauma and wounds to heal financially, restore your innate self-worth so you can run your business and your divine feminine intuition and be the powerful goddess in the world doing your amazing work. You can get into a goddess call with me at lifecoachjude.com and uh, you can also book an astrology consultation there as well using the purple button at the top of the page. Let's get into this episode. So today I wanted to talk to you about Venus and Capricorn. She is talking about goddess Venus today. She is in retrograde. There is a lot of um, literature and channelers that channel the Venusians and that um, civilization, that population. Um, I do not know any sort of timelines of when they existed or where they are now in the galaxy, etc. But there is some channeled work out there that talks about the Venusian. It was a society of love. It's very much about families um, coming together, about the divine feminine and masculine, and about love. And um, so it's really interesting work to explore if you have not. And, um, and, and so Venus, she is the goddess of relationships, harmony, balance, love, um, joy, excellence, beauty. She rules Taurus and Libra and in the Zodiac. And so if you're a Taurus, then you have, you know, Venus rules Taurus. And so you have that, those qualities that you desire excellency and quality and luxury. Luxury could be like, for me, luxury is not the most expensive thing. To me, luxury is like a handmade item by a a person, somebody who handcrafted it, you know, handcrafted leather or something like that versus labels, you know, to somebody else, it might be labels. So, you know, luxury, it's your definition, but what is it that excites you and that lights you up? Venus is also the comforts. It's also um, what makes you feel grounded and what's tangible and can manifest. So like the garden, it's the garden. It's, you know, kind of like the earth, you know, Taurus um, is also the earth. And so in, in relationship, Venus is as well. Venus is in Capricorn right now. She is, um, that's, you know, it's an interesting spot to be in, in the Zodiac. It's a quality check. It's going to see all of the absolute details of everything. So when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your money, Venus also rules, you know, money and wealth and, um, and that part of our life as well. And so when it comes to those parts of your life, you know, what are the details? What's the organization? What are the plans? Have things been working? Have they not been working? What needs to change in your relationships? What needs to shift? What needs to go? What can be let go? What are the old stories around it that just no longer serve you and are not feeding the light in your relationships and feeding the good? 
And sometimes we have to let go of people we love, people that we care about because the relationship is just not meant to be any longer or because karma came around and you cleaned it up and it's time to move on. Or relationship dynamics are just simply changing and you're moving each other out into outer circles of your life and you're just not in the inner circles of each other's life anymore. Um, There's all of these changes and shifts happening. And then on the 19th, Venus goes into retrograde directly until the 29th of January. And this period is about six weeks of really deep internal reflection. You're taking divine feminine and we're gathering inward. Venus is going into the underworld, just like Persephone went into the underworld. And for six months of the year, some people say for a third of the year, whatever, (laughs) for six months of the year. And then she came up in spring. That's when spring came. And what is winter? You know, winter people, I, I, you know, I've lived a lot of my life in Wisconsin, so people complain a lot about the snow, and I just want to get out of here, and the cold, and all of that. It's very dry. It's one of the driest places in the country, actually, um, which is surprising to most people, but it's extremely dry. And then there's, like, lime in the water, so it's a little funky on your skin and your body. But, um, you know, for me, the cold always gave me grit. I always liked going to that period And just the grit of getting through like 20 degree temperatures. And then we always have three to however many weeks of sub-zero temperatures of negative temps. And um, I liked coming out of that. And I liked the just acute contrast of that winter to the spring and all the budding trees and all all the colors that started to come out everywhere. So subtle and nuanced. And I love the snow in a forest right after it snows or when the snow is slowly falling and the quiet of it. It's a very different type of silence than most silence. And so for me, and I love the winter, I need sunshine though. And so some places winter is gray for nine months out of the year. That's not my city, you know, but Boulder was, there's Madison, Wisconsin, they tend to be pretty sunny um, throughout the winter if you're going to have a winter, right? But what is the winter? It's, you know, all of the vegetables, no vegetables are growing, no crops are growing. Um, everything's been harvested. It's the time where, you know, bears hibernate, you hope. And it's the time where all the bulbs are getting, are lying dormant. So they'll come up in the spring. So it's the fertile void. It's this void. It's this underworld time, but it's fertile. It's ripe. It's a going and gathering inward which we always must do. We're so pulled out of our out of our in, out of our heart, out of our out of our consciousness and awareness and into the mind and, and into the world out there and into the ego. We're so pulled out so easily because we're listening to information constantly. We're looking at twenty things. We're doing four things at once instead of just one thing. We're not concentrating. We're not really being in this wild present tense. And so we're pulled out of our heart and our intuition and we can get so disconnected, which really leads to such acute joylessness, especially in women. We're not connected to our emotions and feeling our emotions. We're not connected to our heart and our intuition and our inner knowing, our inner authority, our power, which is our attention and where we put that attention, which it's just scattered all over the place and dispersed and in the mind and in the ego and then here and there and in this person's life and in that person's life and paying attention to this and the tv and this and that then we're not in our own life and so 
Venus is asking us to gather inward and to reflect and to revise, to edit. There will be a lot shifting and changing. A lot of times relationships end in Venus retrogrades. Relationships that start tend to be karmic relationships and won't last. Um, if you're in a committed relationship or relationships, I suppose, if you're poly <laughs> um, or some version of the thousand options, it seems there are today, you, you know, it's said often that if you can make it through the Venus retrogrades, then in your relationships, then you really are built, built to last. And it's, it's going to you know, help you be built to last, to go through Venus retrogrades together. And if you can navigate that together, and if you make it through an eight-year Venus cycle, which there's a Venus star point in the sky. And so five times she goes retrograde around the same points. It's an eight-year period. And, and, uh, and if you can make it through all of that, it is said that you know, your relationship's built to last. So it's something to consider. It's interesting to dig into. And it's, it's a time for the divine feminine right now to go into the fertile, fertile void to retrieve our power and pull it back from this world, pull it back from family members. And this time of year, as a woman, you might be pulled into those same old patterns of doing, 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 and doing for everybody else except yourself and trying to get everything done and doing all the lists and tallies. There's nothing you have to do. There's no way you have to live. And in fact, if you don't create your life at this in this lifetime with everything that's supporting us and the planet, how things are shifting and changing in the astrology, then there is no other lifetime to do it in. This is the time. We are the seventh generation. And, and so we are really being called to go into our divine feminine and to commune with her, to take sacred vigil and ceremony during the six weeks coming. And everything that's been going on for the last few weeks and this week has been foreshadowing of what you're going to be dealing with in that retrograde. And so consider what that is for you. There's nothing to fear. You don't have to be worried about your life. But it is an important, an important time that offers you so much if you take it up on this opportunity if you take venus up on this opportunity it is often a time because venus will be conjunct pluto that there could be a lot of violence towards women a lot of suppression and repression so be aware watch your six have your women have your back and know where you are if you're going out things like that again you don't have to be f afraid it's just about taking a little extra prep you know it's just about being present in consciousness within yourself and within your body so you're aware of what's around you and what's going on and when you're in your intuition, you're always okay. And you can respond appropriately. So nothing to fear, but we might see more kick up of that and of women's issues in the world. So it's important to note that. And you can find out where Venus is retrograding in your chart specifically by looking at the Capricorn area of your chart. You can go to astro.com to run a free chart. You... Um, can definitely discuss that with me in a consultation if you want to do that at lifecoachjude.com. You can book that by using the purple button at the top of the page. But wherever Venus is in your chart, there's extra reflection, revision, re editing, extra um, 
um, going inward and looking at that part of life and seeing what needs to go, shifting around, moving things around, letting go, churning up. Since Pluto will be conjunct Venus, there's going to be a lot churning up from the bottom of the barrel. There's going to be a lot coming up from the underworld and seeping through the cracks in the ground and oozing out. And we want to face it. We want to ask ourselves as woman, how do I feel? Many times during the day, not just for one hour of the day when you meditate, but many times throughout the day, just stopping, getting present, breathing. We forget our breath and how important it is and how it pulls us back to our body and anchors us in the present moment and in our body. So use your breath. There's so many types of breathing. And use your breath. You can breathe into specific chakras to clear your chakras out. Um, especially your throat chakra, which will help you re- connect your heart and your mind. When the throat chakra is clogged, then there's a disconnection between the heart and mind, and you're slammed too much into your mind and your ego. And so you can clear those channels with breath and go within and ask yourself, How do I feel? And you're going to get an answer from your intuition. And if you're not yet, you have it's a slow tuning. You tune towards it, you tune towards it, you tune towards it, and you will get an answer like, I need a salt bath right now. I need a carrot salad. I need a cup of tea. I need to sit down for five minutes. I need to go journal. And it could be the last thing you want to do because you were busy on some other project, but it's what your it's what your body temple needs, it's what your soul needs, it's what your heart needs to be able to continue doing all the other stuff. Take time for pleasure and beauty and looking around at the world and appreciating and loving what is and what you have and the beauty of your life and the magic of your life. Try to just journal out all of the stuff that you don't feel like you love or that isn't going right or looking at where you're not, where you wanted to be. There's a lot of that coming up right now that that it's just kind of shock almost and disbelief at where you are compared to what you thought you wanted and where you thought you would be and what you thought life even was at all. And it's okay that that's all been, you know, um, tectonic plates shifting under our feet as long as we face it and go inward and, and move through the disbelief into acceptance of what our life is and what we really wanted that we didn't quite know we, we wanted, that our heart wanted, because the ego wants are so can be so powerful until we start separating from our ego and healing the ego and moving into the light part of the ego instead of the shadow ego and healing that and purging that. So this is going to be a really big time. There's a lot going on this month, and we will keep discussing that as it goes. The eclipse that's happening, um, it happened, you could say, early morning this morning or late last night. Um, but this eclipse energy and, and effect on us will roll out for six months. Um, it's very much a time of letting go and really letting go of the old stories, patterns, belief systems that just don't serve us, that produce negative emotions and keep us in a disempowered state. Wherever you feel disempowered and negative emotion, that's where to go in and do your mindset work so you can find out what is happening that needs to shift. Why do you feel that way? Why are those thoughts that way? Dig into it. And of course, we do that work in Light Goddess. If you're interested in coming into coaching and being in a completely different place six months from now and 
staying in breakthrough week after week as you shift what you want to shift and grow into the, th- the, the project you're working to birth and having that support and that cheerleader in your corner helping you believe as you grow into your belief, restoring your value and your worth and deepening self-love in a tangible way. You can book a goddess call with me at lifecoachdude.com. And, but do this work, you know, ask yourself why, where is the negative emotion coming from? And why am I feeling so disempowered and dig into it? Ask those questions, ask really good questions. Then you'll get really good answers and go inward and find entreaty into those places. So you can dismantle what, what is it? Because when we're coming from a disempowered place, then we think we're at the mercy of life and we are not living in an empowered place creating the life we want. There's some extremes in the world. There's this extreme that you're God and you can create anything you want. And then there's this extreme that you're the victim and you're a sinner and all of this. And it's, it's just these continuums are really interesting to look at these extremes because in the spiritual community, we think it's so pure, but there's so much conditioning in the spiritual community as well. And it's not to put anyone down. Everyone's doing the best that they know to do until they know better. But it's there and it's important to be aware of it and to be discerning yourself, to be awake and aware and conscious yourself. Um, and to realize that, yes, we create our life, but there's the elements that it takes to create And there is so much illusion around, I hear so many people saying, well, they just had stuff gifted to them and a car just come to their life and this just happened and this miracle just happened and all of this. And sometimes that can really throw us in our lives, throw us off track big time. And so we really want to look into our life and be in an empowered place at what we truly can create and also understand what our heart and our intuition is leading where it's leading us and, and around and the curvy road and the curvy path, um, being well aware of some of the conditioning that just simply isn't true or it's not true for us. You know, we have our own life that's really unique and our own path. And sometimes getting caught up in what works for other people can take us so far off our path. And I've went through, I've went through that. I went through that this year of just being confused, not really being able to untangle it um, until, you know, it, it kind of unraveled um, over time. But it these things of really not being in our own life and in our own heart and intuition and really understanding our life. And part of it is that we need to understand. We need to understand why things happen the way they happen, why this isn't working or why it, it's not working, why that can't be, what's right for us, what's not. And working with your chart is so powerful. It helps you understand so much about your journey and your life so that you don't feel like you're off track or, or that you're not measuring up. Uh, there's so much here. Um, this is a time to really gather inward and nourish your soul by taking attendance in, in ceremony with your needs and your wants and your desires and really witnessing what didn't come to fruition that you thought you wanted or that you really did want. Really coming into this place of radical acceptance of what life is right now, this moment, right here. Your skills, your talents, your abilities, your beauty, 
honoring your true self, coming into a place of honor of you, of love for you, deepening that connection, that self-connection, self-intimacy. So this is a really powerful time and a lot is going to be happening. So you can join us at, and activate your goddess for the daily intuitive readings. It's amazing. It's super fun to chat with you in the chat. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Until then, I am sending you so much love. Hey, goddesses. This has been the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you would like to apply for the Light Goddess Program, that is all over at lifecoachjude.com. Click the button and we will talk. If you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, that is over at lifecoachjude.com. <laughs>